EMP. Charged and armed. This is the 11th Moon Podcast. With your hosts, Brian Schultz and Craig Van Wagner. Everybody, I'm Craig Van Wagner, and I'm Brian Schultz, and this is the Eleventh Moon Podcast. You know what? <laughs> I was gonna yell today. <laughs> I was gonna do something crazy as usual, but you know what? I thought about it, and I'm just gonna give a distinctive, "How you doing, folks?" <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is because it's a little bit different here today, and I think you probably already tell by the immediate audio change as usual for me <laughs> um, that that there is a little bit of a, a, a difference going on today. Yep, I'm I'm back on the road for work again right now, so I am uh, I am not home, so I'm not using my normal microphone. I I didn't get to bring it with me this time. Sometimes on the road, I'll still be able to bring uh, my mic with me, but it's just not gonna work now. Yeah, <laughs> it was just from when I'm flying, it's really tough to bring the mic just because it's so heavy, and uh, you know, I, every every pound is precious when you've got a suitcase you're trying to check and bring stuff with you, so. That's true. I mean, like, like they will get you on anything. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I flew a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I'm. I'm I was gonna mention. I did. I talk about my Spirit Air experience on here. You know, you. I haven't heard that one yet. Okay, so basically, I mean, I don't want to, you know, take the take all day on this one, but this is just. Oh no, go all day. Well, just because we've had a lot of those type of stories before. I, uh, but anyway, I flew Spirit Air for the first time in my life, and. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. Spirit Air is one of those ones where it's the cheapest, basically, of all the major carriers. Um, and I use the term "major carrier" very loosely when it comes to like <laughs> Spirit Air. But anyway, it's like uh, the price it was almost a hundred dollars cheaper than any other place. So I was like, "Oh man, pff, I'm not, you know I'm t- I'm doing it." But before I bought the, uh, my ticket, no, no, no. But I was no, smart. I know what I know what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, before I I bought my ticket, and I, I haven't heard out. this story before. I just know what's about to happen. Oh God! Has <laughs> he been down this road? Um, no. Anyway, so before I bought the ticket, Alyssa says to me, "You know, hey, you should probably Google them, you know, and see if they're, you know, okay." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, fine, I'll Google them." And I Googled them, and sure enough, they're like, "Yeah, basically, prepare for the bare bones flight, meaning that if you, if you're expecting anything like I don't know anything r- related to comfort." You're not gonna get it on oh, this deal. No, you do not. So, so I was like, okay, well, you know, I went into that knowing it, and they said, uh, when you when you fly, don't check a bag, don't bring a don't do not bring a carry on, bring something like so unbelievably like under 16 inches, which I have like a little satchel bag thing. Like I'm, I know you've seen me with it. Yeah. Um, it's like a just like a little sat little satchel thing. It's very small, and the, uh, and I I packed almost a week's worth of clothes into that thing, and I was like, I'm on my way. I get there to the airport, and first off, the people who had to check their bags, like they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna check my bag," thinking that it's gonna be your usual like, well, "What's a check bag normally?" Do I know, I know you get yours because you have a special thing, but a normal check bag is like what, 15, 20, you know, 30 thirty, twenty, thirty bucks. I think for Delta, it's twenty five for your first one, and then yeah. sixty for two. So like not sixty for the second, but sixty total for two. So the fir- so the the first bag was a was a minimum of fifty dollars. So I was like, automatically, I'm like, okay, sweet. I just saved myself another $50 right there by not bringing a bag. I'm like, oh, I'm so smart. I'm so smart. 
But the truth is, is that I was really smart because I brought that small bag instead of a carry-on. Now, when you get to the gate, what happens is they don't tell you this, but they just go, oh, mm, I'm sorry, you brought a carry-on? That's not going to work if it's over 16 inches, and you're going to have to check it for you. And normally, <laughs> at a normal airline, that means that they take it, and they take it down below, and they throw it in the, in the thing there, and you just have to pick it up from luggage claim. Not Spirit Air, though. Spirit Air says, hey, you have money. At least we assume you do because you brought a carry-on. Give me $100. Wow. I'm not even shitting you. Literally $100. They would go. They they uh, they were getting people at the gate. Like, they would just they'd stop them. You know, and the guy goes to get on his plane, and he goes, um, I'm sorry, sir. We're going to have to check your bag. That's $100. And he looks at him, like, giving him, like, that dumbfounded look. He's like, he's like <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> and then and he's like, it's $100, sir, because you're checking a bag. He goes, I'm bringing a carry-on onto a flight. He's like, yes, sir, but if you read the fine print, it's like, you know, if a carry-on's above 16 inches, it's $100. Or it's like, he's like, he's like basically, like, they basically gave him the ultimatum of, like, put, it's like you're going to check it and give us $100 or we're leaving your bag here. And oh I was like, and, and I'm sitting there looking at him like, Oh my God! This is like if the mob ran a like an like if the mob ran an airline. They're, they're like, "Hey, how you doing over there? You think you want to bring a bag on this flight? <laughs> you know, you better pay up." But anyway, like so that so like that like alone was like th- enough to make me crazy. You know, like you know, I'm, you know, I was like, "Oh my God! I can't believe that happened." But then, then I get onto the flight. And if you think that normal legroom is cramped on a flight, like like I'm talking, my knees were in my chest, and that is not an exaggeration. Like it was like un, it, it was unreal. It was unreal. It was comical, right? So I'm in there. I, I, my knees are in my chest. I'm 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 very very cramped. It's very early in the morning, and I'm like, you know what? I just I'm so thirsty, man. I'm just so damn thirsty. They walk by during the flight, and they're like, uh, so this is the beverage service part, and I'm like where's your cart? You know, I'm thinking to myself, like, where's the cart? <laughs> like, I keep thinking, like, like, I see the lady walking around, but she has no cart. <laughs> and she comes up to everybody. And he's like, would you like something, sir? And everybody keeps waving her off saying no. And I'm like, I'm at the back of the plane. So I'm thinking to myself by this point, I'm like, something's wrong. I sense a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, she's like, uh, yeah, if you want anything, it costs money. And I'm like, what about a cup of water? It's like, we don't do cups. You have to buy a bottle. And it's like, it was like seven bucks a bottle. And I'm like, I'm good. I think, I, I think I'm straight. I'm just, I'm just going to fly out. I'm just going to take this flight and just, just go. Because like, if you wanted, if you wanted any sort of food, any sort of drink, doesn't matter what, you could have been dying and they would have been like, Hey, why don't you throw a little in the potty before we, uh, <laughs> you know, give you some, uh, like it was unbelievable. I like, like, but anyway, I got, I get off the flight and, I see everyone else grumbling, but since I had kind of known this was going to happen beforehand, um, I had prepared myself and I had already taken the time to go, okay, uh, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and this and prevented myself from having any issues. And I'm like, you know what? I'd fly it again. <laughs> just because like, just because like I, I learned how I knew how to work the system. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I mean, in all truth, if, if you guys have the extra $60, just take a normal flight. <laughs> It's really worth it. Like, like as much as I complain about Delta or whoever, you know what I mean? Like, they're fantastic in comparison to Spirit Air. No, I felt bad because I had to give one of my employees, I flew him Spirit Air because, it was, again, it was one of those things. And I didn't read the fine print all that much. I tried to go through Ooh. it, figure it out, and I was like, okay, here's Spirit Air. 
it was only, it was really cheap, you know, and I figured I got through and I was like, holy crap, it was only like 200 bucks for him to fly. I was like, oh, that's good. And then so he had, he I felt so bad. He had two check, he had two check bags he had to check in. Oh, no. <laughs> and that went to 200 something bucks. Mm-hmm. One of them was overweight. It's one of our display cases and you, we know it's overweight. Like it's for sure. Uh, like to go to fly Delta with it, it costs 160. Like it's that hard, hardcore overweight. <laughs> but good old Spirit, <laughs> come on, fly with us. So it was like <laughs> run by Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I know. And sat there, and so I sent him a message uh, a little bit later because I'd never flown Spirit or nothing like that before. Sure. So I sent him a message a little bit later. I was like, "How was the flight? Like, I'm, I, I was like, I've never used Spirit or how was it?" And he goes. I don't know if you've seen the commercials, but it says no frills, and they're not joking. <laughs> I started cracking up. And then, like, I looked into it a little bit more. I looked into reviews of what people said, and I was like, holy crap. This guy, and it was the first time I had flown this guy, too. Oh, so he's no. thinking, like, the, 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 the... So in his mind, this is, the like... The company is just that cheap. And so from there on out, I haven't flown anybody's spirit since then. Because I want my guys to be happy when they're flying around. Well, no, like, if, if I'm traveling around the country, I want to put them... I'm not going to put them in first class, you know, but... Well, no, I'm gonna, but... I, I'm going to put them on I Delta and make things as easy as possible. Because I For just... Sure. I know we've talked about this, but, like, I've done Southwest. I hate the thing where you have to show up, like, nine hours early or pay extra if you want to know where your seat's going to be. I'm like, no, I'd rather just... Oh, oh I forgot about that. Yes. Okay. Oh, do you Go know ahead. what happens about, about that on Spirit Air? No. Oh my god, so uh, this is the other part of it that just like, this is this is what set the tone for the whole trip, I can't believe I forgot this, I get to the airport to check in, right, you know, I always get there early, and I get there to check in, and I check in at the little kiosk, and it says, you know, uh, it goes, alright, uh, time to pick a seat or whatever, right? And normally, what you do is you pick an available seat, and then you go and you sit your ass in that seat you picked. <laughs> <laughs> this one does this. It goes, you want to pick your seat? I'm like, um, y- y- yeah. And it goes, all right, that's $15. I'm like, no. And then so I hit like the like literally, I swear to God, there's a button that says, like it has like zero, like, you know, 0.00, you know, signifying it's right. free. And it says, I swear to God, random. <laughs> And it's like you hit it, and it's like it's like a it's like when you pull a, like at the lotto thing, is, and the, like all the lights go beep 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 beep, and it's just it's literally just bouncing around the plane, picking whatever seat. And you know where I sat? Very back of the damn plane, right next to the right next to the pooper. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just sitting there, just going. Yep, Spirit Air. <laughs> this is definitely the, the the air carrier that I want. You know the you know oh, and then on top of that, on top of that, I'm so sorry. I keep going off on this, but I, I forgot the one other, another thing that made me laugh. I swear to God, and this was on the going and coming flight. At the three quarter mark of the flight, I kid you not, they they come over the speaker, the uh, uh, the flight, both the um, pilot and then the uh, um, what are the what are the flight attendants? That's the right word. Yeah, yeah. I, I always want to be politically correct when it comes to that one because like that's changed. Like it used to it be. It changes I, all the time. I know, I, just, I, I know, and I try. I, I really do try to be like relatively. I'm trying to be better, like you know, about it. But anyway. So they I'm come not. I think it's dumb that there's so many titles that are like, oh, well, that's not accepted by some people. I'm like, well, I don't know what to say then. <laughs> See, I always, I always like, 
like it's like the same sort of thing like where i always like i'm old in my mind i guess i'm older than i think i am kind of thing where i i'm like that's a stewardess you know what i mean like i yeah. always just assume like like that's a stewardess i guess i don't understand what the like maybe, negative connotation yeah what's i i just like, um i think it's partially just due to the fact that there's a lot more males in the field now and now it's like it's it's more offensive to assume that they're female and and i think stewardess implies something along the lines of like like their job as as a flight attendant is to you know obviously like attend the flight yeah well to make sure that you you don't have any issues as in like um you know if the plane goes down like their job is to get you off the plane like that's really like the actual reason that they're there stewardess implies like their main job is to be like more peanuts you know even though i mean it is but it isn't you know what i mean (laughs) you know what i mean i won't dive in no no i completely believe you i just just yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and it's it's like it's, don't get me started on taking away the word Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. <laughs> no, just like there's that one makes me mad though. But anyway, that's the, uh, but like like to me, it's like big big freaking deal if I like for for that. No, but if I come I, up and if I say Merry Christmas and you're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't celebrate that. Well, sorry, I had a positive meaning to my message, but it clearly offended you. Me trying to say like, I hope you do well. During the December month, like I'm sorry that offended no, 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 no. You, me. Well like that, I you. that 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 the the Christmas one, like like I was joking, but the the, Chris, the Christmas one, I will defend. I actually do believe that you know, like saying Merry Christmas, it should not be taken away. I think that's fine. You know what I mean? Like exactly if, what if you're saying. If if if, 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 if you says, you know, you don't say Merry. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like I appreciate it. I understand mm-hmm. what you're meaning by it. Yeah, it, it, it it's a it's a well wishing essentially. Yes. Um, and it's not like meant to be like, you know, Merry Christmas, convert. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, it's I'm not, not like a you know, Bible in your face exactly, by saying Merry Christmas. Exactly. Christmas isn't even necessary. Christmas but, is hardly Christian anymore. Anyways. Right. It's so secular of just, it's just, or secular, not secular. It's not. Well, <laughs> it's, I guess it's, it is. So, it's so secular. It's like Santa's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, by the way, like how I like immediately, like, like as you're talking about the, the, the secular thing, I, I go right to Santa versus, you know, like instead of yeah. any like Jesus or something. Anyways. But anyway, anyway, look, but the point is, is that I think that the, there's a negative connotation with the idea of a stewardess versus a flight attendant. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, just, go ahead. I, I call it DS a Game Boy. Whatever. I'm old. So, anyway, um, <clears throat> point is, is that they come over the, the speaker there, and the starts off with the pilot. Like he gets to do the intro, right? And he's like. Uh, and this, by the way, this does sound exactly like my Barack Obama impression because in my head, Barack Obama's like his Flies speeches. Every <laughs> no, he, he, in my mind, his speeches are very similar to that of a flight attendant, like in the way he, his speech pattern is. Anyway, I, so when I do that, I'm just pointing that out. All right, here he goes. Ready? Uh, thank you very much for flying with us here at Spirit Air. Today we are flying at 17,000 feet, getting you to your destination uh, 30 minutes early. Before we do that, though, I want to take the time to offer up a special program that has to deal with our Spirit Air program, uh, Spirit Air flights, and then like the the flight attendant or whoever comes on, and they're like, ah, for those of you who are interested, we are selling. Uh, basically, it's like their Spirit Air like credit card, right? For, you know, like 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 as in like Delta has the. Uh... They've yeah. got the American Express Delta exactly, card. Exactly. So they have that, except for they advertise it during the damn flight. And on top of that, they're like, for just it's like for filling out the information and seeing if you are, you know, you don't even have to be approved, but if, you know, uh, attempting to be approved, you receive an, a bonus, like, 
I, I swear to God, it was like three thousand miles, which is nothing. That gives you like, nothing. No, no, but that but, is like, so people, nothing. But 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 people were looking over, like like you could just tell like a lot of the people on that flight were like like Billy, that's a great deal. Sign me up. And I'm like, oh my uh, God, those things. Flights are like fifty and seventy five thousand miles know, for short I know, ones. I know, and it was seriously, it, it was it was a embarrassingly low number to the point it's where like, I was, here's a quarter, Jimmy, and they flick it to you. It, it, but 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 like they're like, here's a quarter, Jimmy, after you sign up for our for our program it's like you have to sign up for it and like become like a member and get a damn credit card and whatever i'm like i don't mind you know when because like, delta does everybody does it but middle of the flight like literally middle of the flight they're like captive audience this is our chat time to shine <laughs> like yeah. and they get up there and they do that and they gave the whole spiel and i just sat there with my like headphones in listening to uh podcasts and playing uh my 3ds and that was it I, I mean, literally, like on on the on the way there, I was playing Pokemon. On the way back, I was playing the the Smash demo when it was just the demo. Uh, I still have, you know, I have the real thing now, and it's it's great. But <laughs> anyway, um, I, I it was just one of those deals. I just I was so wrapped up in it, and like the the person like next to me was like on the edge of their seat with anticipation. Like like <laughs> like they couldn't wait for that lady to come around so they could sign sign the like little document thing. I'm like you drink the kool-aid <laughs> just go for it you know it's like if this wants to be if you want to do this with your life go for it. everybody should do their own hat thing to make them happy i guess but anyway i i kind of derailed you right off the get-go there no, you know from, i just i just as soon as we started talking about travel and spirit air thing came up i could not help myself no you're fun you're fun you're fun um no what i was originally going to bring up uh initially um was did you see the article that came out that was about the guy that beat Super Mario 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and Goldeneye all at the same time in 51 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pull a shooter McGavin and go, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he, he goes through and he, uh, I didn't watch the full thing because I was at work and so I kind of just kind of skipped around it a little all, bit. Like, by the way, let me make sure I understand this completely, okay? 51 minutes for three games. Yes, I'll explain. Okay, I, I just want to make sure I was I, I was I heard you correctly. So what it, what it mainly is is he's going through and um he starts all the games at the same exact time. So they're kind of all at the start menu. So he's already input his name in Zelda and he's waiting to hit just the start button. Mario, he's got it hovering over whatever uh like file A. And Goldeneye, he's got a hovering over file A or whatever it's all called. Like, basically all ready to hit start on all of them, you know? So, that's what he does. He goes through. He's got three Nintendo 64s. Like, actual N- Nintendo 64s. He's right. got three cartridges. Like, he's doing it all legit. It's, they're all, like, standard controllers. So, he hits A on all of them to start. And so, you know, Zelda and Mario, he's got nothing to do for, like, five, ten minutes. <laughs> so, that's when he starts bombing through Goldeneye. He finishes okay. the first level of Goldeneye before uh, Zelda even gets through its initial cutscene. And um, this is all going off memory, so I might be a little off here. But And then like the Mario is only sitting there for like a minute waiting for him. Like It's waiting for him to start hitting A and going through a couple like speech bubbles before he can start running around inside the castle grounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's doing that. So every time there's like a cutscene on so one he, game... So he's able to, he's, so he's able to like basically use the cutscenes to his advantage to uh, optimize what he's doing. Exactly. And so he's going through and he'd be running and 
uh, in Goldeneye or something like that, and you'd see, like, you know, it's when Link's lying down on his bed, and uh, 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 the frickin' fairy's talking to him, and so he's, like, he'd be running, 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 he'd run over, or he'd, like, just really quick, he'd see his hand flip over and hit A to, like, get the next speech bubble going. Yeah. Stuff like that, and so, like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing, so I didn't get to see, like, how it ended or how well he did it after about, like, ten minutes. I was done watching because, like I said, <gasps> excuse me, I was at work. But he, he um, but, but but like what you're saying is that he was able to like use all like I'm you know I'm assuming because he beat, if he beats all of them within 50 minutes he uses all the glitches and all the uh, all the speed yeah. run strats and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, like he, he's able to like, wow. And, and like the Zelda, like in Ocarina of Time, he does the the sword slash where he like leaps and hits, does the jump slash and yeah. it hits and he just like zooms backwards at, at, at the, the super slide. Yep. I think is what the, the cool kids call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he super slides around that around things and he's getting out of like, he didn't even go face the Deku tree. He gets out of the forest beforehand, like stuff like that. He's, That's he's cool. using, he's using glitches, but super Mario, from what I saw, I know he had to have done the little like uh, long jump up the stairs backwards. Well, yeah, I'm assuming he did those, but I never, I, I didn't get that far, and he was actually just running around like finishing levels. <laughs> well, you gotta, you, you get. Well, he he has he probably has to get a certain amount of stars because like like you have to get a certain amount of stars to un, to unlock the. You have way to get to upstairs. Get, yeah, That's the exactly, main thing, exactly. And, and as far as I know, there's no like glitch to get you upstairs before that. Is there? Yeah, you can technically finish the game with zero stars. Really? Yeah, they've glitched it that bad. They're glitched it that well now. Well, I mean, I guess to me, like those those types of games, people have been playing them literally since they came out, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like it's it, it's a it's both amazing and like I don't know how I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, do you do you think that it's a great thing that people do like literally play a game to the, to death to the point where it's like almost not even like I don't know. It, it feels weird. It feels weird when somebody goes like, "Oh man, you remember that game from your childhood? I just found every glitch to exploit to make sure that you can beat it in under twelve seconds." Like, yeah, that's cool, and I and I like it, and like seeing a speed run every so often, you know, those types of speed runs is fun. But I like speed runs of ones that are like complete. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, the thing, though. The, the I thing that I, the thing that I love about it is I love that they do that. Absolutely love it because mm-hmm. you have room for both. You know, you have True. you have the ability to do that to where you're, they literally have different runs on speedrun sites for Mario where, I, I get these aren't all official here, but there's zero star runs. There's 16 star runs. There's, there's 120 star yeah. runs. So you can show... And those are the 120 ones is the ones that I find the most impressive because, like, it, it's, it's one of those deals where, to me, once you figure out a glitch, like, yes, it's cool to go through a glitch, you know, kind of thing, but, like, when you're that good, when you are, like, the dude who's, like, you know what? watch this brah and you just like bomb through a game like you know what I mean like I don't know to me that that's always been like the most impressive thing like uh the best way to attribute or the best way to like um the best example I can or I can give of this is like uh relating it back to something that like that used to be more prevalent in our lives uh do you remember when you used to play um what is it called uh guitar hero mm-hmm. so like when you would play guitar hero and play through the fire and flames you know kind of thing like, you can play through the fire and flames and finger tap that entire beginning part, right? Right. To me, that was wildly impressive. But then I saw, like, a thing, like, like where it's, where, I, I forget where I saw it, but it's basically, like, you can just, like, they, they do something and it's like, 
gold stars. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, that doesn't do anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, you're just like, wow, achievement unlocked. You, you're you an ass. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, it's something about that. I don't know. Well, and that's what I, and that's what I really like, though. Is, I mean, for for those types of ones, if you're doing it for... I, I, I believe everybody has their own thing. Um, and like you're kind of saying earlier, whatever, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah. But like for me, the old school games where people are going through like Ocarina of Time, finding if you have a certain item in a certain slot and you do a certain thing mm-hmm. and it transports you to a completely different room just because of how it is, like finding that kind of stuff out is awesome. And then using it to like, you know what, if we find this out and figure out a way to beat this in, you know, 10 minutes, I'm like, that's freaking cool to me because then yeah. you still have the people where there's the, you know what? I'm going to be the best at doing this without any large skip glitches. You know what? I'm going to be the best without doing any glitches. Right. You know know what I mean? And then you have those and you get to watch those runs. You're like, dear Lord, this guy's just like perfect with timing. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's really any runs now that are not involving some kind of like glitch of some form. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I I would agree with you. Like, well, I mean, maybe not necessarily glitch, but like an optimal strategy. Like, for example, like with with uh, Ocarina of Time, that whole like little short jab that he does that like allows you to get uh, more hits per whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm sure even the best players would use that because that's not a glitch. That's that's like just like the dominant strategy. Well, that's exactly. But I mean, like I consider that a glitch. Oh, you Uh, do? Yeah, I consider because it's I mean, you're not supposed to be able to stab once and it count for three stabs you know what i mean yeah i guess that's true. like but to me that one's so that that helps and so i don't think there is really one that's like well you can't even do that glitch because there's some of these that are so simple to do i mean that'd be like telling somebody like okay you're gonna do a halo one you're gonna do a halo one speed run but you can't backpack reload like Really? Yeah. I mean, that is so readily available. Why not? You know, everybody can do it, and it takes no effort. That's, that little stab thing, it's still a glitch because it's not supposed to happen that way, but that little stab thing, not, it's, it's, you might as well do it because it doesn't take a lot of effort to do, and it helps you greatly, and everybody can do it, and it doesn't take a lot of effort to do. So, I mean, to me, it's like, okay, there's not a... Yeah, it, it, no, I, no, think, I, gotcha, I think I it's gotcha. all right, but there's just hardly any games now. I think that don't involve some kind of like glitch of some form where you can stand on this platform and not get hit, but so, you still use it to your advantage anyway. So, 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 kind of spring springboarding off. <coughs> so, God dang it, <laughs> springboarding off that. Sorry, I, I, I was trying to drink some water and pretty much just choked myself. Good. Um, so basically, uh, what I wanted to ask you is, I was thinking about. Uh, I was specifically thinking about games lately uh, in the realm of um, graphics uh, and um, how they're holding up as time goes on. Okay. And I kind of had a weird, like, mini epiphany the other day. And I don't know if it's something that maybe you agree with, don't agree with, or whatever. Okay. Um, when I look at all the games that I've played over the years and games that I love, games that I, you know, like, I love this game, this game's frustrating, this game's cool, this game's whatever, this one made me feel this, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, I've noticed that one system that used to be super prevalent is something that I don't reach for that much anymore. It was my, like, N64. I don't, I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. And Ocarina of Time is, of course, a great game. You know what I mean? And I love it. You know, obviously, it's like, you know, for years, I've always said it's been my favorite game of all time because of all the memories I had, you know, with it and all that stuff. But like, but looking at the system's graphical limitations, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time to me is pretty much like the prettiest 
of the 64 games. You know what I mean? It, right. it, it, it like used it to the, its highest advantage. I think um, I think Majora's Mask is a little bit better looking, but go ahead. I I actually I don't like Majora's Mask's look. Personally. Well, do you like, well, is it the? I'm it's, talking it, about it, it's, pure it, resol. I'm talking about actual well, for resolution look, and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about actual performance in terms of outputting of graphics, not like. I liked it because they did a blue palette instead of a green palette. Like yeah, I'm talking, I, I mean, I guess like not... for, if you're looking at the like the details and stuff, like maybe it's because it was so dark and gritty that like it threw me off, and I didn't, I wasn't as as crazy. I, I would honestly, honestly, God, I would really need to go back and look at them side by side okay. because graphically, well, when I, I think just... when I think about the two, I really didn't, I don't like the like you're right, the palette, you know, of um, Majora's Mask. That I much. was making sure that you meant. You personally think this is the prettiest game, and not this is technically yeah, 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 yeah. The best no, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. This is okay. pure, pure personal. That's but, why I was but, saying. But what I'm I getting at like, is, I'm pretty sure technically Majora's Mask had better textures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. What I'm getting at is that um, when I look back at these games now, um, I find myself not thinking or not really liking a, this, a certain era of games. Basically, post-Super Nintendo times, so like post-Sega Genesis and all that stuff, until, like, Xbox, like, the original Xbox or, like, PlayStation 2. Like, so the PlayStation 1, the Nintendo 64, anything like that fell in that range, in that in that time period, was, it like, it, like I, I feel like it's aging like milk. <laughs> like it, like no, it really like I just cannot stand the graphical like like the way it looks like. It, it, it's hard to explain. It's no, like, I um, no, I can I think I can yeah. explain it. Okay, if, please, if you want me, please. I think well, I can I think I can explain why you're feeling that way because I feel the same way. Going back and trying to play those 3D rendered games now, honestly, mm-hmm. even before Xbox 360, now for me, where I'm going original Xbox games besides Halo One and yeah. even Halo One looks decently bad to me but i'm like dude it's halo one so i don't care but even going back and just playing any games before the xbox 360 it's extremely tough for me halo one and halo 2 are pretty much the only ones because i think we have such a high standard for what games are supposed to look like in a 3d environment Mm -hmm. and then the nes and super nintendo and genesis and those uh, what i'll call the side-scrolling you know Yeah, I got you. Those are a different, complete feel to them because they are on a 2D plane. They're not trying to be like, here's... I mean, at the time they were, They're not trying to be reality. Right, to where now and then 64 Mm -hmm. and on, you know, getting into 3D, I think, completely warps your perspective because Mm -hmm. now before it's flat and you're like, this is cartoony, regardless of what game you're playing, it's cartoony. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing is I think you're nailing it on the head there is that... With like beforehand, when you had like the like the uh, the era of the the NAS, the SNES, the side scroll era, like it's a very specific niche, like where like it's a pixels, it, it, they're they're all pixels. But the minute that you tried to say, okay, it's not just a game, this is what it's like in real life, like you have this kind of weird disconnect where you're saying like graphically at the time you're like, yeah, this is real. But now looking back on it, you're like, that's not even close to right. (laughs) The only ones that I would say that like that to me, uh, to this day that I think that, uh, hold up in the sense of like, um, 
graphically, I think that if you were to port it over and it was the a, 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 exactly the same kind of thing, it would still work. Is honestly, I think. Uh, God, I th- I'm probably going to get flamed for this, but the only one I think that works is Star Fox 64. And the reason is because the game was designed around angles. Like, literally, the, the, the every ship, like especially the R-Wing, they knew their entire design was that those, like, those weird like polygons and like that sharp edges. Mm-hmm. So they made it work. Like, anytime you would, like, when Fox is out of, like, or when Fox is talking, it's like that little, like, Muppet thing. He's designed to be a Muppet, so that works. Like, like, that's it. Aside from that, when they try to try to design certain things, like when they're like, "Oh, um, if, if if the screen wasn't always pushing you forward, you know what I mean, it just wouldn't work." I don't know. Right. That's the only way I can put it. The minute that they put you in all range mode when you weren't in space, it was, it felt kind of odd. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't know. Like to me, that was the only one that I think to this day, like you can you can say, yeah, you know, like that's how the game's supposed to look. Like Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. It was meant to look like real life. Right. Star Fox 64 meant to look like Star Fox 64. I think that's what I'm. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm trying to get at, anyway. No, and and I can see, I can and, see. And, and, and I know. By the way, for the record, I'm also talking about the PlayStation One, and including in this, by the way. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I believe I I I don't want to say that because uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't play a lot of games from that era. Um, I had a decent amount, but I had the 64. Which we know has a very limited library comparatively to, you know, the PlayStation 1, which had just billions of games. Right. Um, so I, I wouldn't be able to really comment on exactly which See, ones I, were that. But, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 think, just, I think that the, uh, the biggest thing is is that when they hit, when they got out of that, like, like I'm going to call it gaming puberty. When they got out of that and they started with the GameCube, they had the uh, Xbox, and they had PlayStation 2, they are like, oh, wait, that's how you slightly round things out. Now, were they perfect? No. And, like, looking at the GameCube, you know, obviously there's still, like, there's a lot of titles on it that you're like, yeah, you didn't age that great either. But in comparison to like that that weird, as I said, I'm gonna call it the puberty time in gaming. It just doesn't work. Simply, like 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 look like I I I cannot tell you the last time that I have um wanted to pick up one of those games. Now, if you've noticed, they've done a lot of remakes of those games, and they look beautiful. The best examples of remakes for that is the Ocarina of Time one for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. They fixed. They, they, it looks wonderful. Um, Banjo Kazooie for the Xbox. Oh my God! Like, have you played the uh, Banjo Kazooie like the original one, and then like like literally play the other uh, other one, the remake of it side by side, the HD version of it? No. It is so night and day. It's I've never, scary. I've, I've never played the original. Yeah, you don't like I like not that it's a bad game. I love that game for the record. I love 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 Banjo Kazooie. I'm not trying to say like it's a bad game. I'm just saying that if you go side by side with them, especially if you're already used to the HD version of it, you're gonna be like, oh, I just went from like flaming yon to like <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting a burger. Yeah, I mean, I like, guess the best way. I don't know. I I'm just trying to think of like a like a like a, a poor imitation substitute. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's, I, it's like I'm, going from salmon to cod. I don't know. <laughs> unpopular game. Hashtag unpopular gaming opinions. I was not a fan of uh, Banjo Kazooie. It Ooh. was just the whole thing was collecting. I'm like, dear lord, somebody throw a pie. Like. <laughs> It yep. was. That's literally all it was. It was like go to this level and collect these ten things. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now what? We'll collect the other fifty things. Okay, now what? 
will collect those 30 things. I'm like, dear Lord, can any of you go look for yourselves? Okay. Nothing. All right. You know what? Hmm. Unpopular gaming opinion. <laughs> We're going to go back and forth on this. You ready? Okay. Unpopular gaming opinion. Goldeneye does not work now. You cannot play it. Oh, I guarantee you. Oh, I guarantee you that thing's terrible. It is. It is. It is awful now. And I'm so, like, unless you're using the the remote mines or the proximity mines, forget it. Forget it. You try to aim now. Like, I, like all those people are like, oh my god, it's the greatest game. I love Goldeneye. I did. I played the hell out of it. I played with my friends. It was a great time. And we, it, it, it will always go down as the first first person shooter that I really ever played. But it doesn't work now it does not work because you don't you don't aim you don't aim it, it auto aims for you and and every instinct in your body you've now been trained to aim yourself uh-huh. and unless you hold them the r and stop moving it's like you just can't do it. it's 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 maddening i've sat there because i've gone through and uh oh wait 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 oh hold on real, real quick I, I apologize i got i got this is gonna drop the bomb you ready for it Unpopular gaming opinion to it's a it's a go springboarding off that. 007 Nightfire for the <laughs> GameCube was a better James Bond first person shooter than Goldeneye. Boom! I said it. I said it. Boom. Yes, because it <laughs> was the next one on a different console. Uh Agent Underfire was the next one, I believe. I'm not sure if that's true. It it's is one of those a, two. It is a future. Yeah, but it, uh, I'm just saying that it, it's future console. true. I'm just saying it's it's significantly better. Like it, it it's like, but I'm saying like nobody here, no like, nobody in the gaming world will ever tell you like, man, Night Fighter's the better James Bond. It's like it's all about Golden. They're all gonna say it's Goldeneye. No, Everyone, I'd go, I'd go with I'd go with Night Fire. Fine, you know Gold what? Goldeneye was brilliant. And it brought us to. It Nightmare. was. It was brilliant. I agree with you. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying, like, looking back on them now, people will. I, I, I. You know what we should do? We'll take an opinion poll on Twitter or something. Like we'll we'll end up, we'll end up doing that, and then we'll uh, we'll get them to listen to this podcast when we we talk about unpopular gaming opinions, so then they won't listen to our stuff anymore. For the for the most, not for the most part, I guess I can't say for the most part, but there's a, there's quite a few games that they got better as they introduced new elements. Okay. Uh, to it and did future versions. I mean, Halo One start off brilliant. Halo Two better. Halo Three, well, <laughs> step back a <laughs> but, little. But it, it, the only reason it's even considered a step back is because there was a competitive like sort of imbalance to it. As odd as that sounds, like they had to make the code. Yeah. They had to make the code work for online, and so it brought a little bit more of like random, not luck to it, but it just brought a little bit more of a almost like a luck to it basically you know where they had to they had to incorporate ideas that were usually spelled out on uh on like local networks and stuff like that in halo 2 they didn't address it sure halo 3 they had to do it where it's like well if people within this amount of time hit each other at the same time and it was like a half a second then they both considered got the hit and they both died Mm -hmm. you're like okay but (laughs) how do you know but but no (laughs) Yeah, there's there there had to be better. and then they since then they've improved it. I still think, uh, truthfully, uh, Halo. I think Halo Four. That even though we didn't play it as much, that multiplayer is, in my opinion, better than Halo Two's. It was really? so good. It was so good. They really wow. implemented a lot of different elements that made it such a great multiplayer. But everybody else was just like, it's not my, it's not my past. It's not exactly see, what I see, played like, before. Nostalgia, nostalgia. See, see my my problem with it was that it was minds. it was very 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 reminiscent of call of duty like 
like it was one of those deals where like I didn't <clears throat> I, I liked Halo 4 I absolutely did and I think the multiplayer you're right was very good but to me my problem was is like I felt like I was playing Call of Duty loadouts on Halo and I understand like they have to like modernize it you know I get it I get it you have to keep up with the times that's how it goes but if I wanted to play Call of Duty I'd play Call of Duty and in Call of Duty, with my loadouts, and I shoot somebody, they die instantly. And in Halo, of course, it takes like a ton of hits to kill somebody, unless you're shooting, you know, you have to shoot them like a minimum four times in the head. So, like to me, I was like, I was more frustrating than anything because I'm like sitting there, like I feel like I should be killing them instantly with one shot because I, like this feels like Call of Duty now. I don't know, like, See, it, like that, never, that was my problem. It, with it never at any point felt like I understand the loadouts. You're like, oh, loadouts, and you can sprint now. It's Call of Duty. I'm like, yeah, that's about where the similarities end. Yeah, because yeah. there's still power weapons on the map. You have to go collect them. You have to go hold down. You know, even though you hold down uh, portions of the map in other areas as well, but or in other games like Call of Duty and whatnot. But it's the to me, it was still it's still so different when you're playing through because when you get out there and you shoot somebody, they don't die immediately. You have to maintain, and you still when you're it's I, it still felt completely different. And I just loved, I just loved how everything morphed together and how they gave you like the abilities and stuff like that, and the the ability to sprint and the way you can customize maps so you could end up making a really good competitive map mm-hmm. instead of going, well, they tried to make competitive map- maps and they kind of messed up. You know what I mean? Sure. And now you're stuck with these imbalanced map where if one team holds down this tower, you're done. Like there's no way you can get out of it because the sniper spawns there and they can just sit back and pick you off the whole time. Like that kind of stuff where you don't have to worry about it. And I love, I, I love that stuff. It, there's such a great multiplayer to that game. All right, well, say so let's do, let's do this then. We'll keep say so yeah, we'll keep it rolling with the unpopular gaming opinions now because I this is actually hashtag kinda, unpopular gaming opinions. All right, say so, say so you ready for this one? I'm gonna I'm gonna drop one more truth bomb, and then I'll let you go. You ready? Go ahead. Mega Man Two was not the best Mega Man. I'm throwing it out there right now. Mega Man Two, the, like for, from the original Mega Man. I'm talking that you know you know Mega Man's one through six. On the NES. <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, of course not. Mega Man X is. Yeah, no, no, no. Mega Man's <laughs> 1 through 6 on the NES. You know, I'll, hell, I'll include 9 and 10. Um, but the point is, is that in that grouping, Mega Man 2 was not the best. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not saying that it, it, it like, it, 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 it fixed so much wrong with the first Mega Man. Like, you know, like it made the whole series what it is today, but it is simply not the best Mega Man. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. What, what is your favorite? Three or six? Uh, personal, okay, personal favorite is three, um, okay. because it literally has, uh, all the bosses from three, all the bosses from two, and it's, it's, it's... Well, I hope they'd have all the bosses from three in three. Well, no, I mean, like, it, it double <laughs> it, it, it doubles, it doubles the amount of, like, Robot Master in, in the, in the early games, that was unheard of, like, that just, that just never happened. Um, and now granted three, I know everybody gives a crap because of like top man and that sort of stuff. And admittedly, he is like the more, pretty much the worst robot and uh, robot master and the top spin. I would, would, yeah, and actually I'll say it. It's the worst ability in all of Mega Man, mm-hmm. except for when you're playing, uh, smash brothers. What up? That move is awesome. Um, but anyway, uh, is that is it's as up up a aerial, isn't it? No, no, no. That's just just uh, like if you're if you're sprinting and then you and you tap a. That's is like is like I'm gonna call it dash for lack of a better word. Oh, okay. But anyway, it's, okay. oh god, I love the top spin. Is anyway, that, isn't it, isn't that his? What's his up? Oh, his up a is like cl- not cloud man or tornado man or something. Wind man. 
Win Man for Mega Man Two. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, like here's the deal. I don't hate Mega Man Two by any stretch. So I know, like you know, but it's just that's not the best Mega Man in my opinion. The music was fantastic, but it's just not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, hashtag unpopular gaming opinions. Um, Doctor, so Doctor Wily is the most interesting character in Mega Man. He's basically the only character in Mega Man. It, the rest are robots that have no emotion. Well, no. Think about think about think about like the 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 entire like I'm gonna call it the cast of Mega Man, right? Like you know anybody who's like a staple in the Mega Man. Not I'm not remember not talking X, just standard Mega Man here. Doctor Light, what does he do? Mega Man, I'm a good guy. Oh no, my shit got stolen. Well, I'm out of lines. I'll wait till the end to say good job. You know, like, that's it. Like, he has no personality. He's nothing, right? Right. Mega Man's personality is, oh, no, there's trouble. I'm going to go fight it. I have won. Hooray. Thank you for the thank you, Dr. Light. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, roll, nothing. Like, the cat rush, nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, like they're all just bland characters. Wily. Wily's the only character who literally has an arc to him, aside from Proto Man. I oh god, I love Proto Man. But anyway, is the only is the he uh, he has a full arc to him. He has a beginning where he starts off good. He has a slow descent into madness, uh, say due due to like being mistreated over time. He finally has a moment where he snaps, goes over the deep end, um, literally conquers the world. And then falls from grace after being being like being stopped by that little metal boy, you know, kind of thing. And he gets yeah. and, he, and then he gets locked up. And then it's the underdog story of him coming back again and again and again and again. Now, granted, like like in that whole thing that I just talked about, he had an entire character progression until finally end in like ten, where like you know he sort of like learns it, like learns lessons along the way, kind of deal, right? But right. Um, the only character that rivals him is Proto Man, but Proto Man is like I just like him because he's like he's your classic mysterious character, but he's a one trick pony too. It's I have a troubled past, I don't trust anyone, <laughs> and that's it. You know what I mean? But anyway, right. Wily's the only guy with an arc. So anyway, hashtag unpopular. Go ahead, Craig. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I've got any more right off the top of the head that I can pull from for oh yeah you do you, you, yes you do and I and I say the sad part is that I'm I, I'm gonna list off a couple of mine and it's, and you're gonna think of more of yours because I I know for a fact. There have been times where you said stuff, and I was like, what? So, all right, okay. you ready for this? So I start list. I'm sitting there trying to think the whole time, because uh, I assume I've got some, but I just I, I don't know them offhand. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the next one. Um, uh, well, getting this one out of the way, everybody already knows this pretty much, but I think that uh, pretty much... The original the- Ghostbusters game is the best one I've ever... Oh, I love that. No, it's terrible. Um, no, the... Uh, that The Legend of Zelda uh, Link to the Past is, uh, for the Super Nintendo is... <laughs> controls the controls are ass. Well, the controls are ass, and it's the <laughs> I think it's the weakest console Zelda. Period. And that, I, could go, I could go with that. It's the weakest console for uh, Zelda. I mean, I'm not, you know, there's weaker ones on handhelds, but that that's... For consoles, that's it. And that's including Zelda 2, if that gives you any indication how much I don't like that game. I think Zelda 2 was a better representation of the series. I never, I never played Zelda Two. I watched Michelle play it a little bit. It, it's um, so like it's the, one of those Zelda Two. Zelda Two, yeah, it's Zelda Two is such a different game. You have to approach it not like Zelda. Like, like it, it's 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 basically like an entirely new thing. Like you, you if 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 they didn't have the name Legend of Zelda on it, you could literally title it Green Green 
uh, pant wearing man adventure. Like, I mean, that's it. Like, like there's no, yeah. I mean, like the Triforce is in it. The girl's name Zelda, and then there's Link. But I mean, like, if you took the names away and they replaced Triforce with like Triangle of Power, it, that it's you, you, whatever. Anyway, right. I that that's that. So well, I was gonna say like I wouldn't be able to necessarily comment on. Zelda 2 because like I said I've only watched Michelle play it and I've never played it myself. He's got some cool but, stuff. But of the a ones level that, up system, dude, level up. But of the ones that I have played mm-hmm. and have watched extensively played, I would also say that that is the weakest one. And of the ones that I have played and I have watched played, I would include the handhelds in that <laughs> in into that. Really? Uh, a certain uh, assumption too where I think it was the weakest game of Zelda that I've ever extensively watched, played, or played myself. Is that including the one where you have to like move the little stylus thing to move them around? I didn't extensively play that one. Okay, okay. See, like that, that was, like, like that, that, was Phantom, that, that to me was. Yeah. Uh, that was Phantom Hourglass, and I don't know if they're different. It, did Spirit Tracks do the same thing? No, I, I oh, it might. I don't remember. I, don't. I have I have Phantom Hourglass. I played like an hour of it and it was one of those ones where i just never got back to it and it wasn't that the stylus thing pissed me off i mean it did initially but, but you I got over it i yeah i got over it and i didn't give it enough time to really consider that something either you know what i mean like it, it i definitely didn't go into it mm-hmm. long enough to really say like oh yeah so i still don't even consider myself played it or extensively watched it gotcha all right well let's say uh here here's another here's another truth bomb for you uh, Pokemon two there, there or you say you know gold and silver there you know, mm-hmm. um they I they of of all the ones that I have played so far which are one uh I played I played one two Gen four, one Gen, Gen two oops, yeah Gen one Gen two Gen four Gen six uh they they say Gen two's gym leaders are the worst gym leaders and not in the sense of what they can do for battling because they're great at battling. It's the sense of like the characters are the lamest. I'm sorry, but every one of them was just a tool. Just they get up there. Oh no, you beat me. I'm not gonna give you a badge because I'm a dick. Like they, I'm like, what are you doing? Just just give me a badge. I beat you. Like this is this this is a pretty simple transaction. I, I we fight. I win. You give me a badge, and then I I get a higher level. You know, like that's it. These guys, no, no, I want to fight with my dad's Pokemon. I think I'm the hero of destiny. These are all different guys, by the way. <laughs> oh no! I'm it's, I'm Whitney. You beat me. You have to walk away. Get someone to tell you to turn around. Go back to me, and then I give you the badge. Oh wait! I'm Lance's little sister. You can. You have to beat me. Then go into the dragon's lair. Then go through. Then take a verbal exam, and then I give you the badge. It's like this is stupid. Just give me the damn badges. Like like it was not. Like, oh, you can't battle me yet because my Ampharos is sick. It's like, it's not your Ampharos, first off. Second of all, you're a steel-type trainer. That's electric, so I'm going to go and call bullshit. (laughs) Next, I have to sail across the motherfucking sea, fight a different gym leader just to get the medicine that your ass was too lazy to get when you fucking know fly. Anybody knows fly in this. They could easily have gotten it. And you are just sitting there going, I have to tend Amphi. You have to tend to it? You just go get him the damn car. Cough syrup. It's like if you were the mo- if, a, if if a mom says, "Hey, uh, sweetie, I would drive the whole three minutes to the pharmacy to get you this cough syrup, but I'm just gonna stay with you and hope that some mysterious boy will come along and then hopefully travel the three minutes to go get it and then come back to give it to us." 
Like, that's stupid. No one would ever do that. I'm sorry. I, I get a little <laughs> heated about Pokemon sometimes. People know that. Yeah. I think anyway, we, hashtag yeah. unpopular gaming opinion. Go ahead, Craig. Hit it. I, I still don't have one. <laughs> None of none of those registered anything. I'm, I'm coming Nothing? up blank. I'm drawing blanks. No. All right. All right. I'm trying to think of new ones that I haven't. I'll said I'll give you one before. for okay. you. Okay. And I'm sure you'll have something to say. <laughs> Craig, how do you how do you feel about all sports games that are non-realistic? Those are terrible, but I believe a lot of people would go with me on that one. I don't think. I think that. I, I think that when you start listing off some of the ones that you hate, especially the number one one you hate. People NFL would disagree. Blitz? People would disagree with that because everybody loves NFL Blitz. I don't. I don't think everybody a lot loves of NFL people Blitz. love NFL Blitz. I know a lot of people love NFL Blitz, but not as many people love NFL Blitz as maybe Gen Two of Pokemon type thing. You know what I mean? Like true. I think it's. I would consider it an unpopular gaming opinion if you're in the like less than twenty percent. You know what I mean? Where there's only if there's a group group a group of a hundred people. You are one of 20 that maybe think this, and there's 80 other people that are thinking the opposite. I got gotcha. you. I, 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 I think a lot of people love Blitz, and they really would like it, except I still think that there's probably a good portion, and I would say 25 to 30% that don't like it. All right, you ready for this? Okay. I'm going to drop another truth bomb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just call me America because I'm dropping bombs all over this place. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, the next one. I think that that uh, Super Mario Brothers Two looks looks better than Mario Brothers Three. Okay. Now I'm not saying plays better. I'm saying like the the look of the characters. They are more fleshed out and they look better in Mario Brothers Two than they do in Mario Brothers Three. Um, I think that they are more distinctive. I think that it's that it's more that they're like Mario and Luigi look like two different people instead of clones again. Like they basically like to me took like a like like I'm not saying like the like the I'm saying the characters. I'm not saying the whole game. Like you know Mario Brothers Three, the game itself is beautiful. It's wonderful and it's perfect. I'm not gonna crap on that because I love Mario Brothers Three, but I'm saying the characters look better in two than they did in three, in my opinion. Okay, so it's again we're going by your personal aesthetics on it. Of not, course, this, this is okay. unpopular opinions. So like all these, none of these are going to actually be, um, like 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 you know like I have statistical evidence to back these up. Okay, but I'm I'm saying I'm saying because you could even say that like, I, I, there's still two different categories in that one for me where it's you know I like the. The, I know, like the say, look the, of Mario Brothers two character uh, like Mario Luigi Mario and Luigi and all them you know what I mean like look better in Mario Brothers two than they do in Mario Brothers three right and again like I was saying it's there still can be a difference between liking the theme of a game like how it pre- how it's presented right. rather than liking the overall the way it looks those are still they, I'm, I'm, not, I'm talking. I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying the right words to convey how I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I, I'm basically trying to say like, if you look at the character of Mario from Mario Brothers Two, okay, um, and then you look at the character from Mario in Mario Brothers Three, okay, not the box art or anything like that. I'm talking the actual sprite. Mm-hmm. I think he looks. I think he looks better in two. I no, think. I, th- I think the whole game looks better. Like everything, I think. Damn. Everything look, I think everything looks better. That's it. 
<laughs> gotcha. Okay. Nothing else. I'm, and I'm talking just pure like colors because there's more colors on screen. Mm-hmm. You're it's so Mario three to a point is very bland when you're it's very playing, brown when you're in the games when you're in the levels it's very plain it's when you're on the ice level it's like they use nothing but one palette of colors you know what I mean I gotcha to yes. where in the other ones you're still you might be let's just say again I'm using a stupid example you're on an ice level but there's still some enemies that have like red and blues and greens on them. Where in Mario 3, it's like, ice level, guess what? Everybody's within three shades of the same shade of blue. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, oh, except for Mario and Luigi. That's Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, and the fun thing is, is that, you know, I'm sure like, as we're going through these, you know, the, some people are like, you know, they're agreeing, they're disagreeing, whatever, you know, along the way. And that's fine, because that's the whole thing is this. This is like, these are all personal opinions. This is all for fun, you know what I mean, kind of thing. Like, But this is just stuff that we... That we believe to be true, whether you know, even if it's not, you know, this is like personal opinion sort of thing, mm-hmm. and you know, we're not trying to, you know, say like if you, if you believe that we Mario Brothers, well, no, we're not, we're, we're not saying that if you, if you're if you think Mario Brothers three is God on high, it can never be touched, and if and me saying that I think that what you call it looks better, like uh, Mario Brothers two looks better than you, know, then you know what, that's your that's your opinion, that's fine, I, you know, we don't have to, you know, agree, disagree, whatever, that's fine. You know no, I'm I mean? saying they're dumb if they disagree with me. Well, I I don't think I'd go that far. I don't I think would. I'm I don't the th- smartest man alive. What? Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. No, well, I mean, okay. Give me, give, give me one more. Just give me one more. Um. All right. Best Sonic the Hedgehog. Two. Yeah, that's right. Damn right it is. <laughs> I think two is the two is the better one. A lot of people like three. I don't. Oh, a ton of people like two. Two is, I think, going to be the runaway favorite on I, that one. I don't know if that's true. I, I, would almost, I would almost say that I think people, not including the Sonic and Knuckles thing, if you're talking just Sonic three. Well, Sonic three technically counts with Sonic and Knuckles. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're, we can get it. We can go into a whole thing with this. I'm going to count them as a combo pack. I don't because they're two different cartridges. Okay. But, I know that I know you can play them together, but technically, you can and they play were meant Sonic to they were and Marvel they were meant to be two. one. Yeah, yeah, and, but you could technically play Sonic Two and the uh, that's true. Inside the that's too. true. So I'm like I kind of consider that almost. I know it's like it, they literally are kind of like a part one, part two type thing, um, sort of. Um, but I think I would think that a majority of people would go with. Sonic 2. I'm a, I, I, w- I would say it would be unpopular gaming opinion. Hashtag unpopular gaming opinion that people liked hey, or Halo 3. Uh, Sonic 3 more than Sonic 2. See, I like, that would be another one that I would love to see go up on a, a, a poll because, I mean, I'm telling you, man, like, I think you're, you're vastly underestimating the fandom of, you know, Sonic 3. Like, there's a lot of people out there who love it. Like, it's, it's one of those games where people, like, it's, it's, as time goes on, you know, Sonic 2 and 3, they kind of, like, go back and forth. But now that there's this whole, you know, mystique and nostalgia about the fact that Michael Jackson wrote the songs for the third one, you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 upped, it's been upped in popularity. So, like... Uh, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think no one really gives a shit about that, truthfully. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, between... Well, I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's one of those things. You and I agree as to which one's the best, but it's one oh, of those yes. deals where I, I think that it would be an interesting thing to find out. But anyway, that's just, I don't know, that's just me. 
but whatever. Um, so yeah. Uh, also, ready for the for I say the in the last one. Okay. I think that uh, rhythm-based gaming, specifically uh, with things like Guitar Hero, is dead and will not come back for another twenty-five years. I don't think they will either until they introduce more elements of real. And if you're, and if anyone's going to say something along the lines of, well, there's a dance dance, that's, that's, that's dancing. That's not rhythm game. A rhythm game is something along the lines of a guitar here where you, where you're clicking like, or, or you're like, you know, I don't know. I like, yes, they technically you have to dance to a rhythm, but at the same time, that's not the same thing to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I guess, I, I guess I do have a couple of them, but I don't know if. Shoot, you rapid have, fire, rapid you'll, fire. If you'll have anything that'll really go into it. Uh, one, th- this will be completely unpopular comparative to our group that we hang out with online. I find Minecraft to be extremely boring. <laughs> just really out of this world boring. I'm see, like, and I, I'm I'm wanting to play it. Like I'm the opposite. See, to me, when somebody's going through and they're building something again, it's one of those. Dear Lord, someone throw a pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just to me, to me, it, that it one, doesn't have the objective. Uh, no, in, I, in I, objective. I, that's what I'm trying to say. There's not too many games that I can play now that are just so open ended that you don't have a, a goal at the end. Of goal. It, you know, the goals are self. Same reason I don't like Skyrim, I guess. Well, like even Skyrim has somewhat of a goal because it's like yeah, hey, but I get, but I get, like I get, like I, I literally can't play Skyrim. Like it's, it's, it's like. You know what it is? You remember the the, uh, the the test that they did on with the dog, where they put it like they'd put two bowls of food equal distances, you know, on, on each side of it, and it starved to death. No, but go ahead. Anyway, that's the whole thing. That's exactly what Skyrim is to me. Where it's like there's so much to do. There's like literally infinite things basically to do, and that to me kills everything. Like when I have like you need to give me like op like 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 doors A B C and D and I will choose door A B C and D and have an adventure based on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, but the problem is, is that when you, like Skyrim to me is they go all right, you have doors A through infinity, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. All right, it's intimidating, getting overwhelmed. Now I'm not having any fun. This is gonna stress out. I'm gonna sell books. And then I went, see, wind up selling books. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it was so easy because I know, uh, like, you would, if you came across, like, uh, a cave or a dungeon, would you go through and crawl, th- do a dungeon crawl to see what loot was at the end? Honestly, no. Because okay. what I would do is I'd mark it on my map and go, oh, I need to remember to do that. But right now, I don't have enough money to buy the spell that I want because I wanted to buy a spell. And I need to go buy uh, – so the best way to do that is I need, I need to sell books. And the easiest way to sell books is to get a, be a member of the Mages Guild. And once I'm in the Mages Guild, I can sell all the alchemy pieces and the books that are in there. And I wind, wound up becoming a book salesman. And I swear to God that's true. I literally – I was like, I was like, Haha, I'm going to take the trip over to uh, Tyrannel and I'm going to sell the books for a increased profit. I swear swear to god i was i was like i stopped myself and i was like i'm a fucking door-to-door book salesman like that i'm like this is the worst game i've ever played and i just i, I just couldn't do it i i, I just couldn't see like I, i've never i famously not famously but famously never uh finished oblivion because i got not screwed over but when i was in college i played it and i played a ton of it i'm talking i played a ton but i never made any progress yeah, because I found out that my buddies turned the difficulty all the way up 
when I was in the dunk, like when I was getting out of the sewers to where like I couldn't even beat rats. Right. And like, so and it was I, not I just even... started playing, so I I wasn't very good at it, and it like got it to where I was. I mean, I played eighty or ninety hours, and I was only like a level twenty. Oh, they like, man, that was frustrating. Oh, it was, but I was like, holy shit, why is Burke like a one thirty four already? And all this stuff, and it took me a long time to figure that out that I didn't do it. But at that point, my character was so far leveled in the things that didn't matter that I was like, I am done. Like, because I went through and I became a vampire because it gave me extra powers and all this stuff. Like, I had did so much to try and boost my guy up so I could compete. You know, I'd go through, I'd become a vampire and I wouldn't feed, so I'd be like, if oh, I yeah, stepped yeah, outside yeah, in the right. day, I'd you'd basically die. die. But... <laughs> I'd basically die almost immediately. It was like, rawr, 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 every single time, and my health's like getting halved. <laughs> but I was wicked powerful. And But then I'd go in to try and shut down an Oblivion Gate, but you're a vampire, so you're weak to fire. Sure. In the Oblivion Gate. And which is was, all fire. And I'm all the way up on difficulty. Like, I, it was terrible, and then finally when I figured it out, I went through and played it, and it just, like, at that point, it'd become not fun because it was so easy, and I lost interest, and other games came out at that point because I put so many hours into a game that took me barely anywhere. And then I got Skyrim, and it was the, not the same thing, but I played it, and I was, like, chugging along, but it came out, like, in the holiday season, and so other games just came out at the same time, and I stopped playing. That's what happens, man. You just you, you, I put you, all you, the yep. time in beforehand because I happened to get a copy early, you know, and I played like wicked crazy for a while mm-hmm. before it came out, and then uh, when it came out, I played it, and but other games came out like the week after and the week after, so I'd already put in 80, 90 hours into Skyrim, and then. I went in and, you know, started putting time into whatever, Assassin's Creed or whatever came out. And then this game and this game. And I just never got around to it. And it was just one of those games that I, I definitely enjoyed it. And it had, I had no other, not no other games. Like, it's my last option. But had there not been a big game that came out relatively around that time, I would have went through and beat it to its completion. Because it was, to me, I sit there and I see this side quest. I'm like, oh, look, there's a side quest. Well, my sneak and knife are high enough. I'm going to go beat the main quest now. <laughs> like, yeah. I just... It just doesn't. It doesn't bother me to completely. I, I, I see. I get easily, overwhelmed, man. I can't. I can easily I can't ignore do that. that stuff. And then mm-hmm. I sit there and I see all these side quests. And people are like, you didn't even play the game. You didn't even go after those side quests. And then I'm looking over at you, and you're like pulling your hair out because there's too many side quests. I'm like, yeah, I like my idea. It's better. it's it's too much. It's like it's like when you, it's like any game that you add a clock onto just suddenly like suddenly becomes a nightmare. Like it's just amazing to me. Like the minute that you add in that like you. you when you add in uh, too many objectives and you put a clock on it and you or you put a like you put that pressure on yourself, it ceases to become fun for me and it becomes work. Like like uh, simple example, Mega Man, run left to right, clear the screen, get to it's like fight the guy at the end, go do it again, rinse repeat eight times, you win, right? That's it's done. Skyrim, it's like you literally can do anything you want, and which to me is both, it's, 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 it's wonderful. I'm not saying that open world games are bad by any stretch. It's just like Skyrim was too much of it for me. It was, it was that level of, you're never going to beat me, why even try? And I'm like, good point, good point. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's, it's just, it was too much. I think that would completely change if it was brought into a different environment. What do you mean? For you. I think you go through, and I, these might not be the correct titles to bring to you, but let's say it's the same thing, but 
You know what? Actually, I, I've got one that would I think would probably catch your fancy. All of a sudden, there's an open world just like Skyrim, but Ghostbusters involved. Like it's you're in New York City, and you're a part of the Ghostbusters, and it's basically all these missions and people's people you can meet and all this stuff. Uh, let's just take this back in time. Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd wrote it. Sure. So they had hands, and uh, that'd be one of the games. So you're you saying go, like, you're like, like, like you could be walking around the town, and then all of a sudden it's like you get the call, and like, and it, it has like a random generated building, may, aid, maybe you know, random generated building, um, but or like you know, like it's like I said, it's you're walking along and you see a basement, and there's a basement, and it's just it's one of those things where you can just tell it's a basement with a ghost in it. And there would be, it'd be the equivalent of a dungeon crawl where you go through and beat this ghost and you might get a new piece of something to upgrade your, uh, you know, proton pack or something. You know what I mean? I guess. I mean, and like. And then you uh, go over here and there's yeah. people walking down the streets and stuff like that. And you can see people that you could talk to and pick up a quest, but you could pick up. You know, 150 quest type things, or you know, however many quests there are in those games. And, and no doubt, I would play that game. I mean, like, you know, for sure, I. That's I would, what I'm saying. I, like, like, yeah, I, think I, I definitely. Given wanna... in that environment, you would sit there and you'd want to go around, and you'd still want to do all of that because you're going, "Oh but my the... god, I get to see all this storyline from these guys making these games." And, and I know? guess, I guess, for me, a lot of it comes down to, I mean, like, I gave it a shot. It's not like I didn't try to play the game. It was my problem was that I drowned in it, and. Um, like it, like even, even with the best of things, it's like, you know, uh, if you get, um, too, you know, you get too much cake, it's like, oh, I, you know, I love cake. Cake is so good. Mm, my delicious cake. Then you have cake and then more cake and people just giving you like, like you just surrounded by, you know, like mounds and mounds of cake and they're like, eat it, eat it all. Like, and I'm like, I can't, I just can't eat all the cake. And that's what, that's what it felt like. It's why I ended up drowning in Skyrim was because, I wanted to, like, I wanted to do these things. I wanted to close the Oblivion gates. Like that was like, you know, after the first, you know, you know, first. Or I'm sorry, that's Oblivion, but you know what I mean. I, I wanted to kill the dragons, whatever else. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. I want to do this. But everyone else in this entire universe also needs, you know, something. Like there's always something. There's always another dungeon. There's always another person going help, help. There's always another something. And eventually, it got to the point where it was like, you know what? If I'm supposed to be this hero of Kavach or you know, or hero of whatever it is, I don't know what is it, the uh, Dragonborn. No He's Dragonborn now, or whatever it is. If, if I'm supposed to be Dragonborn and going off and slaying dragons, then you people got to get off my back. Like you can't keep asking me to like, oh, my daughter needs fresh water from the well in the northern mountains like no fuck you 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 say so you can get a, you go a searching hunt, hunting party and you can go out get your own damn water see, see what i don't get is like those ones right there those really simple quests where somebody's like uh, first of all you have to go and talk to them to initiate the quest so i don't get why you're getting mad when you can just sprint by them because Secondly, i can't they like, come I, up i can't and leave they... a town with open quests like i can't like like it it's it's maddening to see if i have a single open quest anywhere it i need to close it my my invent my inventory must be empty my my um like quest list should be all say completed 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 have nothing open like i just can't do it but it's not in your quest list if you don't go and talk to them 
but but sometimes you talk to people by accident, you know, you know, where you're just walking around the town and you don't even realize it's gonna be a quest. Also, like, is there's a little way to indicate like stuff. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. But still, I just I don't get like, oh, go get this water, and you're like, well, I was doing this quest, so. Hope you don't starve before then. See ya. Well, no, because like, I, then, but then I feel guilty that I'm like, oh no, now this person you do realize sick, and they're now they need do, the water. You do and if I it's don't, a computer game, right? <laughs> I understand that. I get that. But that's the that's the problem is that it it's one of those deals where like I just I can't I just can't like I like Skyrim to me is it's a wonderful game and I definitely am not telling people to say like don't buy Skyrim. It, it's just that to me it was too much of a like the. A good example of a game that I just watched a lot of and played a li- and played a little bit of, but I thought like was kind of a fun idea was a uh, Watch Dogs. Was Watch Dogs because of the idea that you're still you're still an open world format kinda, but you're like still focused to do certain. You know, you know what I mean. Like it was it was it was very apparent what you had to do in order to complete it, but you still felt open in the, in the city and you could manipulate your way through the city. Like that to me, I thought was a very nice way to make it big, but small. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it was the same thing though. You could pick up quests. You could pick up little side quests in that. Right. 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 But, but it was, it was, it was clear. It was organized. It was, it was like, I don't know. Well, it, it, it was very it, clear. It, it, and also, very and also clear if you had to go if you had, in Skyrim, but if I had to travel in Skyrim from, you know, one side of the world to another, I didn't need to hop a horse, an air balloon, and, you know, ride the, ride on the back of, you know, smog to get there. Like, I don't know, like... Yeah, you just hit select, go over, and hit X to fast travel. Yeah, but who fast travels nowadays, I right? fast travel everywhere. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> have, thank you all for joining. <laughs> once I have that unlocked, dude, I am fast traveling everywhere. I do not take the time to, to drive around this. See, I, I walked everywhere in oblivion. Like, I didn't do oh, it, my. Like, See, that's another reason why you're just, just. Well, I mean, how? like, easy. That's so boring. Look, that's, no, no, that was the because that's to me that was the point of the game, more or less. Like, if it was a if it was a path that I had walked a hundred times, that's different, you know. But it's one of those things like every time you walked somewhere, you discovered something, you picked up something, there was something along the and way. You wonder and why your crap got cluttered. Exactly. <laughs> that was the problem was that you just, you go places and there's always something and, and, and it's great. It's beautiful and it's wonderful, but, it, and it's, and it's, it's, it's inspirational <laughs> to most people, but to me it's, Oh God. I'd walk, I'd walk up to the horse and buggy. I'd go drive me there. <laughs> Because you initially had to go yeah, there yeah. first before you could fast travel. I would go to the thing and have them drive me there, and then I would fast travel back and forth. What about um? And I I know we're out of time and everything else too, but uh, just really quick, you know that ho- the whole thing about like Zelda, like the new the new Zelda, they, like there, there's rumors of it being Skyrim esque. Yeah, that is more inspirational to me. Like I think that would work because Zelda is actually a very focused series. Like, you know, it's one of those deals where, like, you may, you are, or so you can wander around, you can do these side quests and get these pieces of heart or whatever, but it, in the grand scheme, there you're on, you're on rails, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you know, for the most part, you're on, you're on rails. Now, I, like, it can still give you the sense of wonder and majesty when you figure things out and you like, oh, I am supposed to go to the mountain and blah, 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 and then when you go there, then something happens. Like, I like that. Um... But Oblivion was like, or or uh, Skyrim, whatever. I, I always call it Oblivion because that's when I played the most. But it's like it, it just it was too wide. So that's why I'm I have hope, hope, hope for this new Zelda. 
anyway, that's that's that could be a whole other side thing. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I would I, I would actually really like it to be a, uh, an open open world because that would be another one of those games that I would actually I probably wouldn't. I'd go through and probably bomb out the the bare minimum roughly and keep going. Well, because like in terms of, I feel like other side that game didn't have the side quest that Oblivion did. As stupid as that might sound, but. You know, the side quests in the previous Zelda games were like, hey, can you just... Uh, there was like two side quests you could possibly do at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it wasn't like, well, if you got there, you might be able to do this, but you wouldn't be able to do it for a while. It was like, there's only a couple things you could do at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and, but, and I don't think it's a bad thing, necessarily. I don't know. No, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think I would have a little bit more fun in a Zelda environment where it was... You go into a town, there might be 10 things to do, and the other one is still, the golden one is the one that's the storyline, you know? But there's all these quests that you could do, you might not do. Doesn't necessarily matter. You might get gear out of it, you might not. Like, I think that'd be cool instead of, you know, the other one, it's, there was always just like, you collect things the entire time. Like, you're going to collect these fairies throughout the entire thing. Oh, and, you know, I got just you, like I got the, you, the side quests weren't like side quests. They were, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. They were different. They're completely different types of side quests in Zelda's than they ever were in the other types of like open world games. I gotcha. I, I, yeah. I mean, they were. I mean, they were tasks that you had to do, but like, like the rewards that you got from them were pretty instant. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like a lot of the like a lot of the uh, newer ones that are. Like, oh, okay. So you're gonna go here and do this and do this and do this, and you're like, okay, and you wait, and then you go and. It's kind of like a backlogging, like where you basically will do like nine quests and then like go turn them all in at once for like one big haul kind of deal. Like right. Zelda was like, "Go here and catch a cuckoo." You catch a cuckoo. Here's a bottle. Like it was just like right. boom, there it is. Open the case, shut the case, done. Like I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely think that a open world Zelda would be would be very cool. Um, I don't think that would be a bad thing necessarily at all. I just don't want it to see like. I don't want to be able to pick up plates. I'm sorry. Like, 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 like everything's interactable. Apples, single apples. And you're like, I don't want to pick up every single apple. I just want to play the game. Give me a sword. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of stuff. I, you see, it just always makes me giggle that they give you all these options. It's too much. Though. You don't have to even do it though, but you're like, I have to do it because they gave it to me. I'm going to start giving you my chores and telling you, you don't have to do them and seeing how quickly you get them done. Who do you think keeps this place clean? No, <laughs> no but yeah, no, it's like, it, it's, it's like, um, I don't know. I mean, c- call it what you want, but it's, it's like, uh, if they give if they if if they give it to you to play with, then you're gonna play with it. You know what I mean? You try it and you see if it's anything you'd like to do, and if it's not, then you just ignore it and keep going. Yeah, it's not what people. No, 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 no. one does that. <laughs> no one does. I'm pretty that. sure that I'm pretty sure that's exactly how everybody does it. Because otherwise, guess what? You should be doing constantly playing all of your games in 3D on your 3DS because they gave it to you, Brian. You got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a quick question for you. Do I have to do it if it makes me sick? Uh, yeah, because it's obviously making you like stress out and be that type of sick when you're playing other games. So clearly, you'd have to do it in this situation as well. Uh, that one makes like the 3D that's effect you makes ment- me physically ill. Yeah, and the other one's making you mentally ill. So what's the difference? Easy, <laughs> mentally <laughs> mentally ill. I can I can just keep kind of pressing down and holding there until I eventually snap. 
I think I'd rather just puke and get that over with. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. It's way easier to hang on to like huge emotional and like mental baggage until you just pile it up to a point where you can't handle it anymore and you snap. (laughs) That's healthy, I'm pretty sure. Serenity now. Serenity now. I'm pretty sure that's healthy. Well, we went uh, quite a bit over today, about nearly 20 minutes uh, over uh, so we're probably gonna have to wrap this up right about now. Yeah, What's, yeah, uh, yeah. What, what all did we go over today? We started off with the um, Spirit Airlines, oh, <laughs> basically. God. Spirit Airlines. About, yes. We talked about airfare again and airplanes and whatnot. Um, we talked about the fact that uh, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to games, we have some very unpopular. Opinions. We talked about speed runs first, and then we talked yep, about we the. Went- we went speed runs, then unpopular opinions. That's pretty much all we kind of really got. Well, we into. got into unpopular opinions, and then it came down to at the end here we, we got into the whole details of um, basically things that we look for in games, whether they be good, bad, or ugly, you know, in, in between. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was a little bit of everything today. Looks like yeah, we we kind of jumped around, but uh, oops. Well, I had fun like we always do, even if we did go over. Uh, uh, I think we're gonna probably hit about a. Um, um, an hour and 21 minutes by the end of this. Oops. Yeah, it happens. But anyways, I had fun. My name's Craig Van Wagner. And I'm Brian Schultz. Have a great week. Join the conversation. Talk with us through social media by searching 11th Moon on Facebook and at the 11th Moon on Twitter. And make sure to check out our gameplay videos at em2.11thmoon.com.